Hey there, guys. Welcome back to to the first episode of the Web Slingers podcast. This is the one and only show where we talk about all things Spider-Man and the Marvel Universe. And this is it, guys. This is the 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 fourth show on the Zeke Setso channel. What a way to on the Zeke Setso podcast feed. Um, what a way to start off the week. Uh, you know, I'm recording this on Saturday, but the podcast, this episode's going to go up on Monday night, so be prepared for that. Uh, getting ready f- for the new week. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we're talking about all things Spider-Man and the Marvel Universe, and our first three Marvel news topics are actually all Spider-Man related, so this is actually going to be really cool. Um, but... Speaking of Spider-Man, if you guys haven't checked out the last episode of Throwback Thursday, you definitely are going to want to do that, where, we, where me, Robert DeGrosser Martinez, and Chris Figgs are reviewing the Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse we talk about for about an hour and 20 minutes. And I will say, the next episode of Throwback Thursday, this week's episode of Throwback Thursday, will be Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, so make sure you guys tune in for that as well. All right. Let's get to talking about the first part of the show, which is the Marvel News segment. This is where we talk about all things uh, going on in the world of Spider-Man and the Marvel Universe. And we're going to start off with this. Okay, we're going to start with this. Uh, On Friday, I think it was. No, Friday or Thursday. I can't remember what day it was. But uh, Sony had a PlayStation 5 event where they basically announced what the console the playstation 5 is going to look like but they also uh uh announced some of the games that will be on available for the playstation 5 one of them is a new spider-man game which is apparently a sequel to spider-man uh ps4 but it is called spider-man miles morales and it's going to be about Miles Morales, and if you guys have played the Spider-Man PS4 game, which uh, I played a little bit of it, but I watched the cutscenes um, on YouTube. Basically, there's a post-credit scene where they do set up Miles Morales being the next Spider-Man, uh, which is going to be really cool. I can't wait for that, and I can't wait for this game, man. I, this this game is going to look so cool, especially being on the, one of the first games on the PlayStation Five. It's going to be very very cool to see that. Um, I mean, obviously, I won't buy the PlayStation 5 because, you know, it's going to be like $700 when it first drops. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, it's going to be really cool. I uh, can't wait to see uh, Miles Mor- Now, the one thing everyone is fighting over on whether it's going to be a sequel to the game and like an actual standalone game or if it's going to be an expansion pack. Apparently, the creator of the game is one of the game developers is saying that it is actually going to be a um, uh, a sequel and not a uh, uh, and not an expansion pack, um, which is very interesting to me. But uh, but yeah, really excited for the game. And come on, the fact that we're getting more Miles Morales is just awesome. Uh, after Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, we're getting more and more Miles Morales, and I love the character of Miles Morales, and it's going to be really great to see him in a in a video game format. All right, uh, now we're going to get on to the uh, next uh, topic, which is uh, which is this. 
Um, it's another Spider-Man topic, but Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Verse 2 has officially started production according to the, uh, one of the lead animators. Uh, we talked about this on last week's episode of the Zeke Sensor, on this past episode of the Zeke Sensor, which just dropped on Saturday, but we basically talked about how, I basically just talked about how it started production and how I'm really excited for it. Um, and I really wanted to take this time, since this has started production, I wanted to take this time to talk about which characters do I think are going to be in Spider-Verse 2. Um, and which characters I think, which characters from the first one I think are going to return and which ones are, which, uh, how many new characters are going to be in the movie. Now let me bring up... Uh, the information we have on Spider-Verse 2. Uh, let me just bring that information up here. So, let me bring it up here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get it up guys. I'm, forgive me, but my computer is very, very slow. Oh boy. Okay, here we go. So, um, obviously, there's been many talk about doing television series uh, set within this universe. Uh, in fact, there was like a, a there's uh, apparently Phil Lord and Chris Miller expressed interest on doing um, the like shorts, like an anthology show with uh, spider involving Spider Ham, uh, which is which I think is very cool. I think that would be pretty fun to watch. Um, but let me, okay, so obviously this movie is going to be directed by Joaquin Dos Santos, who directed some episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, and then David Callaham. Um, they're both writing and directing the sequel, um, but one of the new characters that they have confirmed is going to be it is uh, a the Jap uh, the main character from the Japanese Spider-Man series, which uh, Robert did mention on the uh, th- on the Throwback Thursday episode for Spider Verse, um, the the movie Spider Verse, um, and. Yeah, it, it was uh it, it it's interesting because um I don't know the just so we got one of the new characters so we already know we have so we have the the Japanese Spider Man okay we got that um now the two characters from the first movie that I think are going to return obviously Miles Morales will be in the movie I'm just gonna. You know, because uh, it says, because, you know, according to, uh, now, again, this is the Wikipedia page, so take it, for gra- take it with a grain of salt. But it says, uh, the sequel, which will continue Miles Morales' story. So, obviously, Miles Morales is going to be in it. Um, but we also got the Japanese Spider-Man. And then the main, the other main character that I think from the first one is going to be in this one, I think we're going to see Gwen Stacy return. Just because of how Spider-Verse ended with Gwen Stacy coming in and saying, Miles, you got a second? 
I think they're going to bring her back and possibly start like I don't know maybe uh, just kind of like set it up that you know Miles and uh, Gwen have been doing this thing where they go to each other's universes to like help out for like the big baddies or something um and then we're gonna have the Japanese Spider-Man obviously but I think the fourth Spider-Man we're gonna have um I think let me actually find there's there's tons of different versions there's so many different versions that they could do um and honestly I have no idea which one they're going to use but these are just some of the ones that I think they might use these are these are some of the ones that I think they're going to bring in I think we will possibly see uh Ben Riley I think we're possibly going to see Ben Riley. There's going to be like a whole thing where maybe Ben Riley is a is a clone of maybe Jake Johnston's Peter Parker. You know, who knows? Um, uh, and then maybe like he travels to Miles' universe or something. You know, and then Miles uh, thinks that that's Peter Parker, and then yeah, uh, you guys know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, uh, I also think we're going to see, I, this is a long shot, but I think we might end up seeing, um, one of the, uh, spider, spider women, um, uh, one of the other spider women. Uh, okay. I think I found it. Uh, I think they will, I think they're going to bring in, um, so we have Miles, Gwen, Japanese Spider-Man, and then... Ben Riley, I think Jessica, uh, Jessica Drew's Spider-Woman will also be in the movie. I think they're going to want to introduce more, uh, another female character, just like they did in the first one with Penny Parker. They're going to bring in Jessica Drew, um, and kind of make her like an alternate, like from an, another universe where maybe Peter Parker is dead or, or maybe, you know, Peter Parker is like an older man training Jessica Drew, like who knows, but, um, I think they're going to bring her in, and I think I'm going to pick one more, and I know this is going to be a long shot, but I think the sixth one, and this is going to be very surprising to a lot of people, I think the sixth one's actually going to be Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker. I think because Sony has talked about you know, Phil Lord and Chris Miller talked about how they thought about, well, at least I think it was Chris Miller who came out on Twitter and said a few months ago that they had an idea to have a post credit scene with Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield. I think what they're going to do is they're going to bring one of them into the movie, and I think that one is Tobey Maguire. I think fans have been wanting to see him ever since the ending of Spider-Man 3. I think... I think I I know for I don't know about a lot of other people, but I know for me I'm still bitter that we never got a Spider-Man four, um, and I don't know I just I'm I would really really be interested to see where they where they go, uh, and uh, those are just so again Miles Gwen Stacy uh, the Japanese Spider-Man I feel bad I don't I can I can't pronounce his real name so I feel bad for calling him the Japanese Spider-Man. Um, but, uh, Ben Riley, uh, Jessica Drew, and then Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker. So, 
really excited. Wherever they go, whatever direction they go in, if they end up bringing back the same characters, that's fine with me. I love those characters from the first one, but you know what? I'm super excited anyway, so it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, All right, let's move on to the final news topic, and this is one that's not a news topic, but it is something that I said I was going to do for the very first episode, and I was going to do a rankings of all the Spider-Man movies that I have reviewed. Now, let me just bring this up because it is a little, um, it is hard for me to actually, uh, remember which ones I've reviewed, (laughs) surprisingly. Um, so... Okay, so wanted to pull up an official list here that I put together earlier. So um, here, here we go. Here are my rankings from worst to best, all right? My least favorite Spider-Man movie of all time is obviously The Amazing Spider-Man 2. We talked about it, how I thought it was the worst that Spider-Man could be. I thought it was an absolute mess. Um, I think it is the worst. I legitimately think it is one of the worst comic book movies ever made. Um, and as far as Spider-Man movies go, it's just a massive, this, what Batman and Robin is for the Batman franchise, um, Spider, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 is for the Spider-Man movies, you know. Um, above that, I actually have Spider-Man Far From Home. I do not like this movie. I know there are a lot of people who like this movie, and I, and look, I get it. If you like this movie, great. I hate this movie with a burning, burning passion. And every time I watch it, I like it's not even close to as bad as The Amazing Spider-Man 2. No, not even close. And unlike The Amazing Spider-Man 2, at least Spider-Man Far From Home feels a little bit more consistent. Um, but this movie is just bad. It's just a lot of ideas that they had just dropped the ball to 100%. Um, above that, I actually have Venom. Um, it's not a good movie, but it is fun, and I kind of enjoy it. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, the first one, I think, uh, is my next one. Um, this movie, like I said in the review, was okay. It's not... I think it I think it does struggle f- between whether it wants to be its own thing or whether it wants to be like the Raimi movies. Um to the point where they don't even say with great power comes great responsibility. Instead, what he says, what uh, he, you know, Uncle Ben just draws out this whole long speech about having a moral obligation to do certain things. I'm just like, what is this? Um, I feel like if you would have just started this movie with Peter Parker as Spider-Man, he's been Spider-Man for like 10 years, then maybe you could have like done something really cool with it. Um, but instead, they wanted to do exactly what they did in the Raimi movies and have him be at the end of high school, which I think is kind of... I've seen that already, you know? Just done better. <laughs> um, above that, I actually have Spider-Man 3. I know Spider-Man 3 is technically not a great movie, but you know what? I still I can still enjoy it for what it is. You know, there are aspects of the movie that I do like, is it a is it a perfect movie? Absolutely not. Is it a good movie? Absolutely not. But it's I, there are aspects of it that are really great and that really 
push the story for push the the narrative from the first two movies they bring those into the third one um and then I'll, and then obviously the worst part of this movie is obviously the venom like they just didn't oh gosh don't even get me started um above that i have the the first sam raimi spider-man uh this movie's great i don't care what anybody says i think it's fantastic um spider-man homecoming great movie loved it a lot i think it is probably the best tom holland spider-man movie um uh sam raimi spider-man 2 is my second favorite love this movie one of the most perfect movies i've ever seen uh easily in my top 15 favorite movies of all time used to be in my top 10 for the longest time and then it unfortunately was beaten out by my number one pick and obviously my number one pick is spider-man into the spider-verse um you know, I talked about it on the episode of Throwback Thursday, but I talked about how Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse is not just a movie that relies on being a fan of Spider-Man. You know, if you're a fan of Spider-Man, it's cool to see the Easter eggs. It's cool to hear the funny jokes and the f- fun little references. But if you're just a movie fan, I th- if you're a fan of movies, I think this is the perfect movie. This is like one of the most perfect movies you can ever watch. Um, it has become my number one favorite animated film of all time. I never thought Finding Nemo would be defeated, but it has by Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. Um, and I just, I really love this movie. And again, talk about Sony getting it right. You know, um, there are a few movies on here like Amazing Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, Venom, Spider-Man 3, where it's just like, those movies you can see and you're like, oh my, man, Sony, come on. But then it's movies like Spider-Man Homecoming or Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse where it's like, no, they can make good Spider-Man movies. It's not like they always need the MCU's help. I mean, Spider-Man Homecoming, yeah, they had they had a collaboration with Marvel, but Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse were specifically so, were solely made by Sony, you know? with no other collaborations with Marvel, you know, which I think is fantastic. So anyway, um, all right, guys, let's move on to the second half of the show. Uh, just simply called Ask the Spider-Verse. This is the part of the show where we take your guys' questions. Um, and uh, let's let's just get started. Let's get started with the first one. Uh, favorite live action uh, Spider-Man? Um, hmm. I don't know what he's asking. Uh, if you're talking about actor, then I'll have to go with Tom Holland. But if you're talking about movie, Spy- uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man 2. I mean, obviously. Um, but Tom Holland is my favorite live-action Spider-Man. I think he does exactly what Josh Keaton does. I mean, Josh Keaton is my personal favorite version of Spider-Man, period. Movie, video games, comic books, whatever. Um, and... Tom Holland actually does the exact same thing that Josh Keaton brings, which is the the aspect of Peter Parker that's always screwing up. You know, how many times does this kid screw up? Like, how does being Spider-Man come into contact with his life as a high school student? You know, and in Spider-Man Homecoming and... There are parts of Spider-Man Far From Home that nail this aspect of 
Peter Parker being a kid who screws things up. And I love that aspect about it. And I actually, I, I do think Tom Holland is the best interpretation of Spider-Man we've gotten in live action. As far as, any, as far as animated goes, Josh Keaton all the way. You know, so. Um, okay. Do you think uh, Andrew Garfield deserves another chance with Spider-Man? Yeah, I think he does. I think he does. I would love to see it happen. Um, I think he was very screwed over when it came to the Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. <laughs> so um, I would really like to see him get another another chance at it. Uh, if J.K. Simmons wasn't J. Jonah Jameson in the MCU, who do you, who do you think would be a good fit for him in the MCU? Ooh, that's a good one. I have multiple different choices. Um, one of them for me is actually um, the obviously my number one choice actually, uh, and this might be a little bit of a weird one, but honestly, um, I I don't really uh, I don't really care, but I'm going to basically say this one anyway. Um, I think Ice Cube would have been a really good J. Jonah Jameson. Like, think of his character from the twenty from the Twenty One Jump Street movies. Infuse that with the nature that J.K. that J. the nature of the character of J. Jonah Jameson. Like, come on, that'd be awesome. Like, he throws a chair at Peter Parker. You know, he's like, Parker, give me those pictures of Spider Man. He just throws a chair at him. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Um, or, or another one that I think would be a really good one is, um, uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston would also be a really good choice for the character of J. Jonah Jameson. Um, I honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I thought Brian Cranston would be, uh, Jameson in the Andrew Garfield movies, you know, cause I remember when, uh, when Jameson's name popped up, obviously I thought of J.K. Simmons. Like, that was the first thing that kind of came to my head was J.K. Simmons. But I also, I think if they were going to recast, I think Brian Cranston would also be a really good fit because imagine him bringing some of the personality of, like, Walter White from Breaking Bad, bringing some of that into... Uh, now, again, I've only seen, like, two episodes of Breaking Bad. I've only seen two episodes of Breaking Bad, but the way he plays Walter White, I think he could infuse some of that into J.K. into uh, J. Jonah Jameson, you know. But you know what? It doesn't matter. We got J.K. Simmons back. He's in the MCU. We should just be happy about that. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay. Better Spider-Man show: Spider-Man the '90s cartoon or the Spectacular Spider-Man? Ooh, good question. Um, I think they're both good. I think I, I think the '90s cartoon is a little bit more action oriented rather than than character driven. I think, unfortunately, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the '90s cartoon. Love the '90s Spider-Man cartoon, but it is more action oriented. Um, and that's not a bad thing at all. I mean, that's not a bad thing at all. But there are some episodes where you're just like, uh. Okay, <laughs> you know, um, 
The Spectacular Spider-Man, though, is very much not just action-oriented, but it also is character-driven, you know? That's why I think it's better, and I, that's why I think it is the best Spider-Man series we have ever gotten, because it's not just an action-oriented series. It is a movie that takes its characters very, very seriously, you know? The character of Peter Parker is treated with so much care. The Peter Parker we got in the comics is the same Peter Parker we get in the in the Spectacular Spider-Man, which is why it is my favorite rendition of the character of Spider-Man that we've gotten. Period. Movies, video games, television, anything. You know, like it's Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, and then the Spectacular Spider-Man animated series are the two things. When I look at movies that movies or TV shows that represent who the character of spider-man is i look at into the spider-verse and then um the spectacular spider-man and those to me truly um i show you the identity of the character and i really like that about it so um easily for me it's the spectacular spider-man animated series um, which honestly, now that I'm doing the Web Slingers podcast, maybe I'll review every episode of that show. Who knows? Uh, okay. Uh, do you think if Spider-Man 4 was released, could we have seen Tobey Maguire in the MCU? And would you like to have seen a new Raimi trilogy? Um, I'm not gonna lie. I would have rather have seen a new Raimi trilogy rather than him being, in, rather than Tobey Maguire being in the MCU. I think the tone of those movies, keep in mind, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy never went in the direction that the MCU characters, that the MCU went. And what I mean by that is the MCU, you knew the MCU was going to go out there when they introduced characters like Thor or the Guardians or stuff like that. And Raimi's trilogy was more set within the realm of some little bits of realism. You know, like the Green Goblin suit. Inject yourself with this formula, you get superhuman abilities, and the, the, the Green Goblin costume is a flight suit. You know, very ground, uh, sort of grounded but also sort of weird considering that the Green Goblin costume does look like a Power Rangers outfit. Um, Doc Ock's arms. You know, they're not just these silly little arms that, you know, he uses to attack, to attack his enemies. Like, I'm, Sp- I'm, I'm after you, Spider-Man. Um, no, it's actually used for scientific purposes that then get attacked, that then get permanently attached to his arms because the little thing on... Uh, that's attached to his that's attached to the back of his neck is kind of just stuck there you know um and the only one that they've went way out of the possibility that kind of lines up with where the MCU was at was Venom because Venom was an alien from outer space um and Sandman you know Sandman you know a guy who turns into a giant sand monster (laughs) that's <laughs> just so weird um but for me I, I i don't i don't know if toby Maguire's spider-man i don't know i i don't know if it would fit 
I know someone out there is going to tell me, oh, you're, you're wrong. It totally would fit. Um, and if you can convince me, that great. Please convince me because I want to agree with you. Um, but I personally don't see it. Um, I would have rather have seen a new Raimi trilogy. I think what we could have gotten with Spider-Man 4 could have built to a Spider-Man 5 and 6 where basically Spider-Man is going up against basically an amalgamation of all of his... Like, basically the Sinister Six. We could have seen a version of the Sinister Six uh, after Spider-Man 4. But personally, I don't think Sam Raimi would have directed those next two movies. Because I think even Sam Raimi said that... um, That... You know, he was going to be done after Spider-Man 4. That this was his last chance for the character. Uh, And then it was cancelled and we didn't get a Spider-Man 4. Which freaking sucked because I actually really wanted to see it. Uh, But anyway, that is what it is. Alright, and the final question of the first episode of the Web Slingers podcast is... What was your favorite movie in the MCU Phase 2? Ooh, great question. Oh, Phase 2. Oh, what a... uh. See, Phase 2 is an interesting one because the first two movies in the MCU Phase 2 were both bad. Like, Iron Man 3 and Thor The Dark World are both bad movies. There's no getting around it. They're both really bad movies. But then you had Captain America The Winter Soldier. And then you had... Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Age of Ultron, and then Ant-Man, which closed out Phase 2. And I gotta say, Phase 2 actually, it started out rough because, you know, I think Iron Man 3 suffers from the fact that it was coming off of Avengers and they, Marvel tried to go in a totally different direction that not a lot of people were ready for, including me. I'll admit it. I wasn't ready for the direction that they were taking Iron Man 3 in. I was not ready for that, especially coming off of Avengers. Um, My problem with Iron Man 3 is that it was more of a Robert Downey Jr. action movie rather than an Iron Man movie. You know, it's not an Iron Man movie at all. It's a Robert Downey Jr. action movie. It's like what would happen if Robert Downey Jr. did a version of, like, Jason Bourne or some crap like that, you know? Um, And then Thor The Dark World is just one of the worst comic book movies I've ever seen in my life. That movie's awful. Um, But out of the rest of them, you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to say Captain America The Winter Soldier. Guardians of the Galaxy comes very close to it. Now, I'm going to talk about that when I review Guardians of the Galaxy, but... Captain America the Winter Soldier, man, that movie just really showed me the type of movies we could get in this universe, you know? I mean, yes, The Avengers was awesome, and it was epic, and it was really cool, but when I first came out of Winter Soldier, I was having, like, this war in my head with, what, did I like it? Did I not like it? And I think when I can walk out of a movie and have that inside my head the movie did its job you know if i can have that reaction when i come out of a movie like did i like it did i not like it 
And Winter Soldier was the first movie to, was the first movie in the MCU to do that because Avengers I immediately walked out loving it, you know. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy immediately walked out loving it. Ant Man immediately walked out loving it. Avengers: Age of Ultron walked out loving it. Um, but again, Winter Soldier was one of those movies where I thought to myself, where I was having that struggle like I was trying to convince myself I didn't like it and then I was trying to convince myself that I lo- did love it and it was just this war in between my head to now the more I watch it it is my favorite movie in the MCU um, it is my favorite movie in the MCU so yeah that's, that's what I think uh, is my favorite movie in uh, phase it's definitely my favorite movie in phase two um, and then Guardians of the Galaxy is just the just behind that it like they're they're so close. It's not even it's it's not even a fair comparison. So um, anyway, guys, that will do it for this for the first episode of the Web Slingers podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, make sure you guys keep sending in questions, uh, Spider Man and Marvel related questions more specifically, and I will make sure to answer them on this show. And uh, make sure you also send in questions for the Zixenzo show if you want to hear your. Uh, but make sure you guys go check out all the other shows we got on the Zeke Setso podcast feed. We got Avatar the After Show, where we are reviewing every single episode. The one and only show where we review every single episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. And uh, Throwback Thursday, the one and only show where we go back in time. We take the time machine, we go back in time, and we review the movie as we have seen it for the very first time. And then the Zeke Setso Show, the one and only show where we talk about all things movie news, video games, television, comic books, and all that sorts of good stuff. And... Uh, Make sure you guys check all those other shows out. And that will do it for this episode, guys. I will talk to you guys later. Peace out.